now with thanks to Bright Ideas Lighting Talbot Avenue at Lone, your destination for LED bulbs, bespoke lighting for vaulted ceilings and kitchen lighting. Brightideas.ie. <laughs> with sleeps left to Christmas now only 19. Brian's here with Will, and you know what that means. It's DIY time. And as I finish my rhyme, I'm glad they're on our speakers and not on our screens. <gasps> Faces for radio, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's How tight did he squeeze? No, that's the first time he's actually done an ad in his normal voice. Because <laughs> yeah, normally it's... Yeah, I am. That's all, that's all the equipment that does that. Mm. That's his normal voice. Great to hear him using it. I, you know, because I thought he was very self-conscious about his normal voice. So it's great to, to hear it being used. By the way, I just want to mention something. I had a, I had a customer in the shop before I left. Not, I'm not plugging anything or anything you'd be glad to hear. But I had a customer in the shop before I left and um, there was a lady in and she was getting a... She, needed a plug for a fuse. Mm. She had to wait till her son came home to put the plug in the fuse. And after she left, uh, this guy said to me, you know, my son goes, there's a new school in Kilbegan. I don't know what it's called. But the, he, he referred to it as the new school in Kilbegan. It's a massive building. Is it? I haven't mm. seen it. Oh, very and, impressive. Um, he said that there's a teacher there. It'll come to be Cox. Craig Cox is the TY. Well, I don't know what he is. But when he has the TY students, he teaches them how to change a plug, how to change the fuse of the plug, how to unblock a drain, how to hang pictures on the wall, how to mix concrete, how to... Fantastic. Know, it just absolute practical... Life skills. Life skills. that, Honestly, and I know it from kids coming into the shop. Oh, I, the one well, I really Sinead, can we ring Mr. Cox and invite him in Wednesday mornings, <laughs> 20 past 10? He has to be better. But what I, what I really liked, here's the one I really, really liked, how to assemble flat pack furniture. Like, That's an art form. Yeah, but like to be taught that in school, I think is priceless. And what I would say to the teacher would be, he probably won't get the full feedback on it. So... We would have, down through the years, we would have always had part-timers in the shop. And we'd go through, you know, you'd have two in every summer. It doesn't happen now, change mm. times. But we would have had part-timers, two in for the summer. And maybe they might come in in fifth year and say the sixth year. So they might do two years, sometimes three years. And the number of times they've come in to me five years later, seven years later, ten years later, and they'd say, you know, I never knew... I learned so much about how to do stuff around the house until I got my own house. And I would say the same to this teacher. You know, if he, I don't know what feedback he's getting or whatever, but certainly this parent was absolutely just blown away. He was thrilled with it. But it's only in years to come when these kids move into their own house and they'd say, oh yeah, do you remember Mr. Cox showed, me, showed us how to change mm. the light bulb or how to, you know, and it's, it's as simple as that. Make sure... Make sure the power is off. All the very basic stuff. There's the downside in your argument, though. Maybe decades until they buy their own houses with the pattern <laughs> yeah, of sales. That's, that's for sure. That's oh, for sure. Lord. Now, our first query concerns the dishwasher. Kieran topped up the salt. However, after one wash, the low salt light came on. When checked, the salt chamber was empty. What Ooh, could have happened? I have... Absolutely no idea. So if there's a dishwasher expert listening... A domestic appliance engineer, mm. also known as the dishwasher and washing machine man. Or woman. Jackie 
has a recurring problem that we get every couple of weeks here. She says her shower turns cold and then scalding. There is no in between. What is the problem? So it's like you, it's cold and scaldy. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so the element is all lined up and you need to do it quickly or the element would be all burnt out. So you get the lime-free descaler and or get your plumber to do it if you're not comfortable in doing it. Don't forget when you deal with an electric shower, you're talking with you're talking about something that has water and a high degree of voltage as well. So that's a very powerful wattage element that's in that. So you need to know what you're doing. And uh, if you do it wrong, you could do damage to the shower. So, but it's about getting the um, the lime-free descaler into the shower, leaving it in it for an hour or two, and then flushing it through. And that will completely dissolve the lime and it'll just be washed out. Next, how much bluestone do I use to help clean my chimney? And when and how do I do it? Asks Jerry. So whether you're using bluestone or hotspot or comate or any of those chimney flue cleaners, uh, you they all work on more or less the same principle, which is a dessert spoon or two uh, on a really hot fire. So I always say, like if you take a range or a stove, they can be used in an open fire, but I always just put this in context. If you light your fire and use the hottest fuel you can, so I'm not saying go out and buy a full bag of coal, but, you know, in terms of if you looked at sticks versus turf versus briquettes, briquettes create more heat. So put in a few briquettes or put in a few, a little bit of coal if you had any. Um, it's all about creating the most amount of heat. So if you light the fire, put in the fuel, let it get good and hot and then riddle it. And then when you riddle it, you get really, really hot glowing embers and then throw in your spoon. And also, presuming it mostly tends to be, we, we generally tend to get the tar deposit on a range or a stove, mainly because people tend to close it down, they damp it down at night, and then that creates condensation. So if you want this to work, what you do is hot fire, throw the stuff in, and then open the damper. Let it up the chimney. You want, you want the flames going high, you want the air moving through and carrying it up the chimney. And how often do you use it? Depends how bad it is. If you, if you have a problem there at the moment and you're just after buying some of the, the, the bluestone, you would use it every day, at least once a day for the next week. You might use it twice a day. The more often you use it, the quicker it works. So by putting this in and letting it up through the chimney and as much as you can, and always, even during the summer, I'd always say to people, if you're not using your range, leave the damper open. If it's not a problem, leave the door open, or the, the, the stove, whatever it is. It's all about letting the air move through to make sure that it dries out. A few people have asked, is Brian going to do the Santa Dash on Sunday? <laughs> so if you're wondering what this is about, the Lockborough Running Club are holding... Uh, 1k family walk which you might be able to achieve what time of the day? 11 in the morning on Sunday or if you're a bit more ambitious a 5k fa uh, Santa Dash which is going to be timed and you can register at myrunresults.com if you want to do the more ambitious one which Clonan is firmly shaking his head at <laughs> have you seen me walk into the studio? 
I've seen you limp into the studio. Correct. There you go. And uh, they have prizes for first, second and third, male and female. I love the idea. Like, it's a great, if, if everyone dresses up, it just makes such a great video, great photos to have everybody dressed to Santa. I think it's a lovely idea. And it's for a great cause, yes. Failacon. So the big question on the poster is, will Will run? Of course he will. But I think the bigger question is, will Cluden run? Definitely not. No. <laughs> anyway, it's coming up on 25 to 11. More questions for Brian in just a few minutes. Also, the trend towards credit union mortgages over the banks. And how can you find out if a loved one has made a will? DIY dilemmas sorted with Mr. Fixit. Thanks to Bright Ideas Lighting at Talbot Avenue Athlone. Building or renovating, we work with you to create a bespoke lighting plan for your home. Brightideas.ie Pete the plumber has been in touch, Brian. And I assume this relates to the dishwasher. He says, there's obviously flowing water in some degree, or indeed heat, which is hitting the salt. So he says, check the system. And again, back to your point, I think somebody who knows what they're doing, like I could open up that dishwasher and you'll never get it back together. It'll be the Humpty Dumpty of dishwashers. Brian, do you have anything for hanging a Christmas wreath on a composite door? I am afraid it will get scratched and it is only a brand new door, says Marie. Yes. So I suppose the three things, we'll talk about the three things that you would know. The two things you'd normally use would be either a wreath hanger, which is like a big S-hook, specifically designed for going over the top of the door. But very often because of the shape and size of a composite door, they don't work. So we rule that one out. But in a normal, traditional timber front door, the wreath hanger, it's a, couple, it's a few euros, you hang it over the top and the wreath hangs on it. The second one then would be a suction hook. Now, if you're getting a suction hook, you have to get the one that has a lever on it. So the lever cre- pulls, creates a suction when you pull it down. So if you're using a suction hook, what you do is you push the suction hook, hook hard against the door and you pull down the lever. And that creates a really good suction, which will usually last for the, from now to Christmas. But it doesn't work on most composite doors because most composite doors have a wood grain, a slightly raised grain on the surface. And a suction hook only works on something as smooth as glass. So the work, it works really well on glass, um, but, and it'll work really well on a smooth timber painted surface or a smooth PVC surface. But if it's wood grained, it lets air into the suction part and it will not work. So the only thing that really works that I know of is, um, what's the brand? 3M. 3M do these, uh, I think they call it a garland hook. They do a large outdoor removable hook. And you, you've seen them for hanging pictures on the walls. If, when you want to remove it afterwards, there's a tab that you pull down and it removes the, it, it removes the adhesive off the door or in, you'll, you'll have seen it advertised for removing it off the wall. Now, it doesn't mark emulsion paint. And that's very delicate and sensitive. So your composite door has a much tougher paint on it. So these are specifically designed for hanging a wreath on a door without marking it in any way whatsoever. And I think they're called wreath hangers. But if not, just a large outdoor removable hook. Not a normal self-adhesive hook because that will mark the door almost certainly. 
Next caller says they have mice in the kitchen again this year and they are convinced it's because the kids keep leaving the back door open. Yeah. How on <laughs> earth would you survive in the in last few weather, days if yeah. they did that? Anyway, the problem is not alone does it let little critters in, it lets all the heat out. And I know you can get a door closer, but I don't really want one of those in the kitchen. Has Brian any hints on the best way to get the door to close because I can't get rid of the kids? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like something you would say. They've done their homework. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so look, when we think of a door closer, we tend to think of an overhead door closer like you see in every office and shop and so on. The hinge ones. A hinge one up Mm. on top of the door. They're very visible and I can see why you wouldn't want it in the house. So a couple of other options, three other options. The simplest one, well, the simplest one is a little middle of the door one that just screws onto the surface of the door. So they come in white and silver and uh, brass. I don't think they come in brown. Uh, And you screw it onto the door and you screw it onto the door jam and has a little bar that comes out about six inches and you can adjust the pressure on it and it closes the door over. And it's quite easily fitted, but it is visible on the surface of the door. You wouldn't put it in your sitting room, but you might accept it in your kitchen. Um, it's more subtle than the big ones on top. Exactly. Mm. And much, much cheaper, by the way. But that's, that's, it's, it's how it looks, really, is the big thing. The second one, then, would require somebody handy, a carpenter. And it's called, I'll use the term, there are one or two other brands, but the best-known brand by far, by far, would be a Perco door closer, P-E-R-K-O. Mm. And it's like sometimes you walk in and ask, if you walk in and ask for a Perco, they might give you a genuine one. It's like asking for a Hoover. You know, it's become the generic term for this type of door closer. And it's completely invisible, really. It's, it's, it goes in on the do- into the, the edge of the door that faces the hinges, and it has a chain on it. So when you open the door, it's a spring-loaded chain that pulls the door close again. And uh, that does require a carpenter to fit that. Um, very effective. The door has to come off. No, the door hasn't, doesn't really have to come off. You could probably drill it without taking the door off. And last of all, there's a thing called rising butt hinges. And this would be where you have two hinges or three hinges on your door, probably two. And you would take those hinges off and you'd put on the same size in a hinge in what's known as a rising butt hinge. Now, a rising butt hinge traditionally was used when something happened that the door was catching on the ground. So maybe uh, the door concrete, might warp or something. Yeah, or, or mm. there might be concrete put outside and now it's a little bit higher mm. or whatever. Mm. So now when you open the door, the door rises up. But a side effect of that is that the weight of the door pulls the door close again. So when you go into a cubicle in a gent's toilet or a lady's toilet, but you mostly go into the gent's toilets. And when you go into, let's say you walk into a, a, a big, an airport toilet and there's 10 cubicles in a row yes. and all the doors are closed. They don't have door closers, but they have rising butt hinges. And the reason they're always closed, it's a visual thing, it looks so much better, mm. but the reason they close automatically is they have rising butt hinges, which automatically means that the door just wants to fall closed again. So there are your three options. Yeah, so visually that's probably the least the obvious. Least, or you'd never, you'd never even realise it, except that just the door is always closed. And to fit them, will they go in more or less the same places? And oh, the very on? same, yeah. You might have a tiny bit of chiselling to do, depending on the size of the old hinge. But as a rule, you're getting, you're taking off your four-inch steel or brass or stainless steel hinges and you're putting on 
four inch stainless steel hinges. Now you have to go for stainless steel or steel, but it's really steel, stainless steel, because if you use brass, you can't, they don't come in brass because it's too soft metal and it will wear too quickly. And if you get steel, they will rust and they won't work as well when they're rusty. So if you get stainless steel, that's it, they're there for life. We have time for a couple of extra questions. Mr. Fix-It on Midlands 183 with Bright Ideas Lighting, Talbot Avenue Athlone. Official stockists of Laura Ashley Lighting and Mirrors. See our dedicated Laura Ashley Boutique in store. Brightideas.ie Brian Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore. And our next query is about thermal wallpaper and whether it is worth the money. I don't think so. I think the amount of... <sighs> heat you can save using wallpaper is probably minimal enough. I think if you're going to do it, um, look at the dry lining because dry lining is a fraction of the work it used to be. Um, it's just they, they come in and they have it done in jig time. It's, 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 it used to be battens and plastic and all of that and now it's just stuck straight to the wall and then you can either tape it or you can plaster over it. But I think for what you'd be spending on time and labour and so on I, I think you'd be better just dry line it by the way Mercy Secondary School is the name of the school in Kilbegan thanks to Francis for clarifying that oh right I remember you now I, I'm not sure if it was Kilbegan but I remember years and years ago that I wonder was yeah so that was run by the Sisters of Mercy back in the day and years and years and, years, and it might mean the Kilbegan one just to clarify but um, the caretaker used to come in and he used to and he'd get stuff, hinges and whatever it was, and he'd say, put that down to the Sisters of No Mercy. <laughs> right? You know, a standard kind of joke. And we had a young fella. Remember I said we used to take oh, Yes! Oh, no! He did. He did. And I got a very, very irate phone call from a nun Thing, oh, saying, no. cause she th- and we couldn't hang out the caretaker. We couldn't say, well, actually, the young fella only put down what the caretaker said because we would have been hanging him out to dry. So I had to take it on the chin and say, I'm sorry, he must have thought it was funny. It's only a young fella working here. Ouch. And yeah. now you've just told 120,000 people, you <laughs> little jokes. Where can I buy the door closures uh, that uh, Brian mentioned earlier? Well, the rising butt hinges. Well, any look, any hardware shop that does a bit of ironmongery or billet providers will either have them or order them for you, without a problem. Right. And the name of the Which you mentioned the, the mid-level one. The middle mid. I'm trying to remember. You had a brand so the, name. Uh, well, the most popular one would be Gib G I B Gib Closer. And actually, if you say the word. Gib Closer. Again, they might have they might have a Sterling one or they might have a different brand. You gave a different name a minute ago. Or the Perko one. Perko. No, Perko is the one that you put into the door. Oh. Yeah, P-E-R-K-O. So actually, if you Googled Gib Closer or Perko Door Closer, you'll probably be able to see exactly what it does. Excellent. Next query on WhatsApp. Because of the cold weather, I had the stove in the sitting room piping hot last weekend. My daughter decided to pull an armchair right up beside it and to put her feet on the stove, typical teenager style. Unfortunately, <laughs> the rubber from the heel of her Wish.com boots melted oh, no. onto the stove. Oh, no. And now looks disgusting. And I cannot move it. As uh-huh. in this rubber. They've obviously tried maybe a blade or something to get yeah. it off. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so... 
there's no chemical is going to remove it. You just have to get it hot again. So fire up the stove and, well, either if you had a blowtorch, you could heat it. And actually, if you had a blowtorch, you could probably burn it off, get very intense heat on it and burn it off or heat it and scrape it. So what I'd be saying to you is you'll probably never get every last bit of it off because if it was on the glass, you could use a bohemian blade scraper. You could heat it and use a bohemian blade scraper. But I think in this case, we'll presume it's a black stove because 90% of them are. So I would heat it. And then when it's good and hot, get a paint scraper or a bohemian blade scraper and scrape it off. And then get your stove black polish and polish up. Give two or three coats on that and then one coat to the whole stove. And I think it'll look, look, somebody with really close inspection might see it. But, you know, the casual observer won't notice it at all. Brian, all we have time for. So thank you. Thanks, Will. Back next Wednesday, 20 past 10.